Time for us to check in with what's going on over in Victoria. We're joined by Global News reporter Richard Zussman. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Simi. How are you? How's working from home? It's okay. You know, we're starting to get used to it. So I think it's uh, part of the routine. It was interesting yesterday listening to Dr. Henry and her talking about, you know, as we shift towards reopening that, you know, this new way of living is going to be integrated into the old way. And so working from home is going to be a part of that for a lot of people. You know, eventually I'll be back to the legislature. There's essential work that needs to be done there, but it's going to be a while. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a good rhythm we've got here. Uh, the kids are with my parents most days, uh, getting their schooling done there. So nice. if they were here, it would be a much different story. Simi. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, you seem to be managing just fine with two small kids running around the house. But uh, being here and uh, working from here has been pretty good. I think it's, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a cultural shift for sure. I was talking to somebody about that yesterday, uh, but it's uh, one that I think a lot of us uh, are getting used to. Good. Okay. I always I always like to see what the backgrounds are. You know, I still do. That still amuses yeah, me, good. no matter who's talking. Yeah, good. We're, we're working on that. It's, it's, it's a slowly evolving process. <laughs> I'll bet. Well, let's talk about news out of Victoria this week. There's a, a few things that are coming up today. Is that right? There are a few things coming up today. So at 10 o'clock, we'll hear from uh, Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth alongside uh, Mitzi Dean, uh, who is the Parliamentary Secretary responsible for uh, women's issues. And, and they'll be talking about uh, domestic violence and support from the province. Uh, it's one of those things where uh, around the world we've seen uh, concerns and an increase in calls regarding uh, domestic violence uh, because of the situation uh, many people are in in terms of being uh, at home more, uh, not having some of those checks and balances when people go into the workplace or kids go into the schools. And so we'll hear about that at 10 o'clock. We're also going to hear later on uh, in the early afternoon, uh, Shane Simpson and Melanie Mark uh, will be making an announcement uh, around supports, around education for the downtown east side. Uh, and then obviously at 3 o'clock, uh, it is a Tuesday, we will be hearing from Dr. Bonnie Henry and Health Minister Adrian Dix. I think those briefings um, will continue uh, for at least uh, the unforeseen future, uh, but we may see less of them in a week. But we will have one today at 3 o'clock. Hmm. Are you getting that sense then we may see fewer of these briefings a week or so from now? Yeah, I think we will slowly... Uh, uh, start seeing uh, fewer of them. I think tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, uh, we will not have one because we'll hear from Premier John Horgan. You know, a lot of the questions right. we're hearing uh, in these briefings are switching to uh, more politically motivated. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Henry is providing fewer orders uh, and therefore, you know, the, the health advice is essential. And I think, you know, BC has been applauded for the communication being done on the uh, communication side of things, but uh, we will, the, the shift is going to slowly become more uh, political decision making and the decisions being made by Premier Horgan and the cabinet uh, rather than the health decisions uh, being made by Dr. Henry. So uh, I, I, my sense hmm. is that down the road we will have fewer per week of those Dr. Henry briefings, but when there are uh, essential information that needs to be provided, we will hear from Dr. Henry on that. Right. As you point out, though, we're already down to like three, right? They don't do Friday afternoons. They don't do Wednesdays because the premier really speaks. So there's been some flexibility they don't in do there. Sunday. So there's right. four. So there's four a week now. And, and we, may, we may end up at three at some point. But, but for now, it seems like four is the sweet spot. Okay, so let's also talk, you know, talked about political ideas. Let's talk about the idea of sick days. Uh, premier John Horgan is a big advocate of this getting some agreement from the Prime Minister. 
Yeah, this is a classic political idea, right? Premier Horgan was pushed on this a number of times because the advice a few weeks ago was as we start thinking about reopening and you feel sick, you must stay home. And a lot of reporters asked Premier Horgan, well, if you're not paid to stay home, you know, how do you expect people to make that decision, especially those people who have been out of work for weeks and weeks and weeks, and now they're finally back at work in a contract position or a part-time position, and they only get paid if they show up, and now suddenly they have the sniffles and they're not sure what it is. That's a tough decision for people to make. And so Premier Horgan went to the Prime Minister and said, we need the support from Ottawa on this, and that support will be coming but what it looks like and how quickly those are still big unknowns. The Prime Minister said it will be 10 days of sick leave for all Canadians, so that will benefit those that currently don't have access to sick days. But if it's not soon, it won't work, because one of the things is that people need it now, especially as they go back into the workforce, and this is a crucial time right now as we start reopening and, and the cases of COVID still haven't left our communities. And so it's a really crucial time now, and I don't think this is a program that can get up and running. Maybe by phase two in the fall, if we start seeing cases back in, then it will be a crucial piece. But, you know, it needs to be one of those things that happens pretty quickly. And also on the list then is this hybrid schooling model. We're counting down the days, right? Starts on June the 1st. Does that sound like it's going to be continuing for the indefinite future? This was a really interesting thing that came out of the press conference yesterday. I was asking a question on behalf of my colleague, Aaron MacArthur, about uh, kids who are immunocompromised and what they are going to do in September. Because clearly, uh, with those fears of the second wave, it's going to be very hard for those who are at higher risk uh, of getting uh, any type of virus. And so uh, what Dr. Henry said in that answer was that hybrid schooling is going to be a part of the future. And that is going to bring in some uh, complicated issues. Uh, Teachers have already raised concerns about balancing both in-class and virtual learning, and they will be required to do so starting uh, next week. And how they are going to balance their time is still a major question and the workload put on teachers. So now think about September where more kids are back in the classroom. If there are kids at home that are learning virtually, how are they going to get the attention from a teacher? Are we going to get to the point, Simi, where we have smart boards in the class that have the faces of students at home on their computers and are participating in the class from home as others participate in class? And what does that mean for the the more physical elements of school, including the interactions at lunchtime or gym class or recess? And so that's one of those things that all school systems are grappling with. But with BC at the forefront of so many issues, this is one that BC is also going to have to lead on as well. Right. And speaking of like BC, I think British Columbians have done a great job in kind of following along. They watch those briefings every day. They want to make sure they're following the rules for the most part. Uh, It's interesting to note then this whole drive in situation. There's been actual pushback on this. Yeah, this was this is a bit of a confusing policy. Dr. Henry put in an order over the weekend to ban these um, events that were popping up, which many people applauded as innovative, which were these big community festivals, but people to show up in their cars rather than in person. And so Dr. Henry said, well, you know, yes, I like your innovation, but this is going to hurt as well. Like this, this could lead to the spread of COVID-19. So I won't allow any car gatherings of more than 50 people. So the one drive-in theater in Metro Vancouver raised their hand and said, well, we've been having events that look a lot like this throughout the pandemic with hundreds of cars, you know, 
What are we we're supposed to do? We're still eligible, yeah. right? We're still okay. And Dr. Henry said, no, we're not still okay. You have to stop that. And last night they went about and still had an event of more than 50 vehicles. So now the province is going to have to decide whether they're going to step in and enforce this order and close down that drive-in theater uh, because it looks very similar to these special events. And it's one of those orders, I think, that not everything was considered. So Dr. Henry was asked about that a number of times yesterday and, and is likely going to be something that will have to be revised. But for now, drive-ins uh, can't operate. But the the one thing that I hear a lot from people is, you know, you know why are shopping malls different where there are well, obviously yeah. more than 50 cars? The difference is people aren't sitting in their cars. Uh, and they're then going into a mall where there uh, is lots of space to move around. They can physically distance. There are bathrooms that are wi- widely acce- uh, accessible for people. So there are different uh, elements there. The same goes for the ferries, which people bring up as an example. You know, there's different elements there. So you, clearly a lot of these, you know, rules are new. And, and Dr. Henry's alluded to this a lot of times. You know, we're, we're, we're working on this on the fly in many yeah. cases. We've never experienced this before. So there will at times be hiccups. Uh, and this uh, drive-in has been stuck in the middle of this. So we'll see what happens with that. But for now, that drive-in can't operate, and we'll have to wait and see if the province hmm. moves to find them or close them down, considering they're insistent they're going to continue going even with that order in place. All right, Richard, we'll be following that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Simi. Have a great day.